So, hello. Uh, podcast number eight. Podcast number eight. They're flying off. They're flying. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem we've been doing it that long. No, I don't no. Think, no. I think we've got quite a good few in, in a short space of time. Yeah. Learning curve and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, just for those of you watching on uh, YouTube, we've got um, we've got the audio equipment in now. Um, sat in front of us, which is a little bit strange, a little bit awkward, um, but we'll get used to that. Uh, the reason behind it, we've now opened up our Spotify account. Um, that is Board Stags Podcast on Spotify. So if you could uh, follow that, um, listen to us, share it, that's really appreciated. Uh, so on with the show. Yeah. Um, today you want to talk about growing up because a few. Are you going to do that at any point? No, no, no. I'm just a giant, um, man giant man child. I'm a big, overweight eight year old, as it stands, um, with a burning leg. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to, because you've you've raised the issue a few times about the fact that I'm a little bit older than you, just a little just bit. A little bit. Yeah, and um, a couple of decades in between that, I think. But you know, yeah, it's only like, a couple of. Yeah, years. I was born in '79. What's yours? Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. Okay, so there's a, yeah, a little bit difference, and just sort of just chat about um, what it was like growing up and the yeah. differences, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, the rationing, of... I think, when I, by the time I was uh, it's fucking rationing, you know, I'd imagine you've got some good stories about dry, dry what? tail and soup that you make out of chicken feet just to try and get the sustenance you needed after the war. Not, not really, no. no. We just used to have like 80s style. <laughs> yeah bland food i don't think we ever had not when i was young sort of in the single digits did we have anything um yeah here's the question go on. was a snickers bar a marathon when you it's were... still a marathon to me well it's it's called a snickers now but yeah you know, it was a marathon when you was it was a marathon because i think we was on about this with somebody not long ago and i think i caught it it might have been marathon for about a year two years that i remember then it went to Snickers. I think it yeah. was like the late 97-ish. There were some great chocolate bars when I was a kid. Spiral or Spira, I think it was called. A Cadbury's thing that had like ridges running down it and it was twisted. Like Spiral, in other words. Yeah, I think I, I remember that. Yeah. but um, And I was also old enough to remember that Walker's Crisps used to have blue salt and vinegar and green cheese and onion. And then for some unexplained reason they switched. Yeah. And then you'd just go into the shop, pick up a a blue pack and be eating cheese and onions smelling like shit yeah I mean that's weird because when I was growing like you know you'd have like salt and vinegar I don't know french fries or yeah that was always blue or you know like this yeah yeah you know, it was blue for salt and vinegar and you kind of associated that and then green was cheese and onion yeah um, what was there another uh, not walkers there was golden wonder golden wonder golden they wonder. kept with the oh. they kept it that, the right way around nobody seems to remember anyone I've ever spoke to and I can't I I didn't dream this. Golden Wonder used to do adverts where it was like something jumps out of the telly and it was all pixelated and it was like the bright colours. And you know if you squeeze your eyes together too tight and then you go like that, like as you squeeze it you can see like know, multiple colours. Yeah. yeah. Multiple that's what it reminded me of. And every time I've said that to someone they're like the fuck are you on about? <laughs> You don't look like you're oh, shitting. Oh, it's the Golden, golden yeah. One. Is that advert all over again? Yeah, yeah. no. I, do, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, they, they got yeah. a pixelated kind of... Yeah, I... um. 
yeah, just for some reason I can remember one of them was a tiger, this multicolored, like pixelated tiger, and I can't even find the adverts on YouTube uh, or anything. Frosty for me when it's a tiger. That's Tony. So, I remember a tiger. first name terms like. What me and Tony? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're great. Oh dear God. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, marathon was. I, I don't know when that changed actually. What year? I think it was about ninety-seven. Actually, you know, I'm that confident. I'm going to find out. Yeah. Whilst we're doing it, just to see if I am right. So what was uh, the um? Snickers to marathon. What was the sort of big, sort of toys back in the day then for you? The big toys. Oh, this is going to sound a bit right. So. I was sort of grew up right. Hold on, just quickly. I've got the marathon. So, uh, oh, it was nineteen ninety. So as it turns out, I couldn't remember that unless they'd done like a promotion where it came back to marathon for a while. I don't know back. about that. I can't remember that. It stopped in nineteen ninety when they aligned with the Americans and everyone else who called it a Snickers. We were the only ones who called it a marathon. I thought. Uh, that was interesting, wasn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> no uh, toys. I don't know. It was. There was a thing called the Biker Mice from Mars. The fuck? There was mice bikers that lived on Mars. It was all in the title, but that was, that was quite cool. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that was, that was, that was that in was, the 90s. That, well, that was, yeah, yeah, that was big when I was a kid, 90s. Uh, Toy Story had come out in about 94, I think. So, like, a big thing was everyone was. Is it that old? Woody. The first one, yeah. He pulled the string on the mat. There's a snake in my boot. All that. that was an amazing accident. Well, they weren't, weren't trying to. Last time I've done an accident on this year, I got ridiculed for it. People were going, what's that Brooklyn thing? I was like, not any good. Not really. Okay. Yeah, just um, insulting people. Yeah, so it was that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, here's a good, just quickly a sidetrack on that, right? I, uh, obviously, it is nearly Christmas, anyways, but the, yeah. the, the, the main Christmas present at that time was like a Buzz Lightyear action figure right. as the film and that one come out. Yeah. So there was these, you know, like an hour queue at the Disney store because you couldn't get nothing online then. That was, no, no. Yeah. So it was like, you'd have to go and queue. Yeah. So I'd been told that my dad had gone up and queued for an hour and a half and was like, oh, I ain't going to get it to get yeah. it and just left. So I was told that as a child and then on the morning they'd got me a Buzz Lightyear, um, it was like a, a body wash or a bubble bath yeah. stuff, right? right? So I'd opened it and thought, oh, like it's bubble bath. And, and then they brought out the real one, like, ten minutes after I stopped crying. And I just kept thinking, well, why would you do that to a seven... Yeah, yeah. so they want... you want is the Buzz Lightyear action figure, and then you get given, like, a shampoo bottle that's Buzz Lightyear. And then, you know, so they, they were just wanting to create trauma for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, there was another time, right, so uh, they'd done something similar with another toy. I, can't I wanted this toy, oh, it was a bike or a, what, a BMX or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was like, no, no, no. And then, you know, it's there for you. Yeah. Like, why would you do that to your kid? Yeah. I do it to my daughter now. I'm like, nah. I think Santa's got any of them left. Yeah. I'm the dad. She's going to be like, oh, he did have them left. He had them left. Don't you think that's cruel? A little bit, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, done to me. Sick so, as fuck. You know, pass it on. No, I remember when um, I must have been about six or seven. Um, my mum and dad, they brought me this little portable telly. A little colour portable telly, right? And when you think back on it, it was... If I think what... Remember what it looks like. It's a bag of shit. Yeah. But at the time, you're like... Like, like early telly, 80s. Yeah. yeah, right? And they brought my brother a Commodore 16 plus 4. Right? Which was obviously the one just before the Commodore 64. Yeah. Right? 
which had the shittest games, right? <laughs> if you look at them games, if you Google those and look at the graphics, they're horrendous. They're coming back, they're retro games. No, this is beyond like, retro. This is exactly bullshit. Yeah. yeah, this is like, there was like Treasure Island, Ice Kingdom, shit like that, right? Yeah. Where it's just a, a little character and they had joysticks. So you just, like a Pac-Man, but yeah, it was but it was shit. Yeah, it was awful. And um, yeah, so then obviously it was like on Christmas Day, it was like setting the thing up, yeah. which obviously nobody knew how to set computers up then. Nah. It was like a trauma. Just a, yeah. Can you come right? Yeah. But then it was like a tape deck. So you then you had to load the game up and depending on how big good the game was, depend on how long it would take to um, yeah. load up. And then you'd get right near the end and it would go error loading. So you'd have to like re- rewind the tape, press start again. Do you know what? How many people that potentially could be watching this that don't really know what a tape is? A lot. Rewind. Rewind the tape. Yeah, because like I mean, when, like I said, I'm so I'm 11 years younger than you. Yeah. Obviously, we did have tape uh, cassette players. You know, that was the first thing you had. Then the CD. Because Sony Walkman. Yeah, and then the portable yeah. CD players come out. So you'd have like a big thing that was too big to get in your pocket. And then yeah. you, t- you know you might be riding your bike somewhere, and it just kept skipping because you was yeah. you was I'm, on your bike. My, and it's... my first car had a CD. I put a CD player in it. Yeah. Of course, nowadays you never get. You could hit whatever bump you want. It's never going to yeah. go off. Well, like although not many people have CD players anymore now, anyway. But right, yeah. I remember my first car I had that put in, and literally driving along the road, and it could be the slightest little bump. Yeah. They're from Bristol as well, isn't they? I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. That they I lived... said that. I feel like there was. I thought they. Oh, I, new... I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know. You've just made that up. No, definitely. I think you, you definitely did have a banana rama tape or CD. I'm sure. No. No, but they, they might also be from Bristol. So that's banana. No, my um, my one growing up when I was a kid was Kim Wilde. Oh, shouldn't it be that? I don't know. <clears throat> Which one's a lesbian? Oh, that was Sam Fox. That was Sam Fox. She was page three. Yeah. She tried a music career. I think she's done really well in India, if I remember rightly. Like David Hasselhoff in Germany, I think that was she was the equivalent in India. I mean, that's weird. Like for me, right? Because I remember, like you know, the Night Rider stuff. I've obviously watched when I was a kid because it was probably like ten years old. Yeah, yeah. That was in the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or early nineties, maybe. And then you think, like, I don't. Yeah, and the Berlin Wall comes from out. Was that eighty nine or 90, you know, ninety whatever? So like, he's got this big thing in Germany, and then I look at him as like the guy off Baywatch and. Yeah. Like, how, did, how did he get that? Yeah, but he's got no. He's German. got no. He? I, I don't know. It's, it is weird, isn't it, when you think like. Yeah. Yeah, Banana Rama might not have been from Bristol. Right? Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, those um, I remember those Christmases. I always remember the one. I want to learn to play guitar, right? So my mum and dad bought me a guitar. I think my nan used to stay with either us or my auntie at Christmas. We they yeah. alternate years, right? So this one year, my nan got us up at like three o'clock in the morning because she was reading her watch wrong, thinking everyone was late, right? So we've all like gone downstairs. Late to what? Wake up? Yeah, like, because obviously if your watch is upside down, it's it's like you think it's like half nine, wouldn't you? You look at shit, right? So we've all gone downstairs, open up presents, then realise it's like now half three in the morning. You're like, what the fuck? So we all went back up to bed, but I think my brother probably a little bit too excited. He's like four, four and a half years older than me. He decided to play my guitar, yeah. and I always remember being woken up a bit later on because, like, we all went back to bed, 
him just fucking bawling <laughs> because he's broke my um. He broke it. Oh, he he broke, broke a string straight away. So he broke your Christmas present before you even got to use it. Yeah. Wow. Piece of shit. <laughs> it's just one of them, isn't it? Like you know, you could. Yeah. I, I bet he was like proper fucking going for it. Oh, like yeah. he's Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. That bitch yeah. Like, <laughs> all I can remember him just coming up bawling like, "Oh, I broke your present." It's like, all right. So what did you get? Because I'm gonna have that now. Yeah. It was. It was Christmas is. Yeah, violin. Something a bit camp for my brother. So, like, growing up then, what kind of... What, wait, obviously we spoke about Mike. I mean, I know... I mean, I had a conversation with your mother. And she was telling me about, you know, a few of the toys you had when you was a kid. and Oh, yeah. And, you know, you you idolised some of them. What sort of stuff was you, like, interested in when you was younger? Because, like you said, there is 11 years between us. So there's different... I mean, social media and, and that kind of technology sort of came as I was probably around 10. Yeah. I'd say that was yeah. you know, 2000 that's when stuff started to progress quite quickly yeah. before that I'd say there weren't probably much difference but in terms no. of toys there, there obviously would have been so, uh, oh do you remember um, Stretch Armstrong that guy oh yeah yeah that was just... a bit too late for me ah. yeah I was I was um, you were pulling something else while I was, I was Stretch yeah, Armstrong yeah. I was stretching my Armstrong <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a toy pull yeah don't wear that yeah that's going to Catholic school yeah um, no toys when I was a kid. There was nothing really. That, it was it, it was when computers came about. That was the main. So, Atari, I think, came out in America late seventies, yeah. early eighties, and that um, didn't really come over here on a grand scale until the early eighties. Like I said, we had that Commodore sixteen plus, whatever, it was a Spectrum ZX, I think it was yeah, called. They were shite. Um, yeah, and then there was Commodore 64, and then suddenly the Sega Master System came in. Yeah. Fucking revolutionary. Then it went from Master System to Mega Drive. I was just going to say, right, that's the first yeah. thing I ever had, was a Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. And then it went from that quite quickly to the PlayStation 1, I think, in about 97. Yeah, yeah. So I had the Mega Drive with the cartridges that you'd <laughs> yeah. blow in just to make sure there's no dust, and then you pop, pop it in the Yeah, top. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah I, ne- I never really got into gaming yeah have you still you've never really i mean we, we, we've had a couple of games yeah no, i've got i've got the place i've got the what we've got the place PlayStation four. four yeah the four um not together we've got one each it's not like we live <laughs> what, what have we got yeah a separate thing yeah. <laughs> um yeah there's a few games that we've played online yeah. you know good at the football ones and that's where yeah, my specialty is because i just get frustrated with here's it here's the thing if anyone wants to challenge me at fifa hit me up yeah, D- I need a challenge. DM him with your, what do you call it? Your... DM me with your info. I don't know why I took it to that sort of street level. Street? Yeah. yeah. Network, what street? What, that, what street, bruv? What, you telling me that ain't street? Tell me oh, that. Okay, we're going back to Brooklyn now then with your accent. Like that Brooklyn, yeah? Man, you know how many men I see about Birmingham talking like this? Please stop, man. I'm going to have to stop here. Yeah, yeah, because that's embarrassing. No, I'm just saying it's not embarrassing. It's people that use that sort of voice is embarrassing. I'm taking the piss out of it. Okay, right, so no, this is just my voice for this. And when I normally come, I'm like, "Yes, Paul, what's happening?" Right, so back to the toys and that. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the greatest thing I ever had as a kid. And I don't know if these were about for you. Scootex. Is that a scooter? So it's a scooter cross BMX. Mm. So it had these like wheels that were about seven eight inches in diameter, but it was a it was a rubber tire like a BMX, yeah. 
and it was a big it was a it was a big version of a scooter. So you see the little scooters nowadays with them fucking tiny uh, wheels. Yeah, well, I was I, see that was a big thing when I was like young, probably again in the nineties, yeah. late nineties, and they came out being called micro scooters. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, it was all that like the little and I, I used to I had one, you know, like yeah. the metal frame. Of course you did. You put, of course yeah. I did. I had everything. My parents looked after me. They loved me. Um, but yeah, they were, they were compensating because they didn't love. We you. let you get fat. Yeah, you we'll were give you, you were proper I, I fat, weren't you? That, yeah, I, I mean that you know, in terms of when, when we were talking about childhood, right? I was yeah. waiting for like a sport kind of thing to come up, and I'd be like, yeah, I used to play football and uh, I did I did play rugby, and then but I was the so, right. This is a this is a kind yeah. of a good story from from school. So I was uh, I can't remember third of so I was about thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. And I think I was always in the, the higher sets in, across you yeah, know, yeah. English maths and all that. Uh, and that also was the same in, in PE. Uh, but, right, so out of the people that were good at sport, you had your footballers, your yeah. runners, they yeah. were there. And then there was me, who could kind of do, you know, I was all right. I could hold my, hold my own within the yeah. sports. Yeah. But when it came to the running part, yeah. you know, I was fatter than everyone else, so it didn't work. And we used to do this warm off, right? We'd run to one end of the thing, round yeah. the tree, and we'd come back. So that happened the once. The teacher went, Polton, go again. I said, I've just done it, like, and he went, You're fatter than the rest, go. <laughs> right? And this is, and we were talking about this, a couple of my friends. And I was like, He was a teacher that was there from probably the late 60s. Yeah. And he was still there when I was there. So he was, he didn't give a shit. No. Do you know what I mean? He'd still clip you upside of the head if you did yeah, something. Yeah. He, weren't, he weren't PC like these teachers now. Imagine that, a teacher saying that to a kid yeah. now. I mean, you're fat. Yeah. Do another lap. Like, you're fatter than the rest. Go. Like, that weren't, it weren't a discussion. It wasn't like, Matt, you're a little bit fatter, right? I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Just do one more lap, right? It was, you're fatter than the rest. Go. It would just go. And I couldn't, you start talking, you go, go. And it, you're like, ah. Oh. So yeah, there, there was that. Like, that was, yeah, so my, my sporting years really was, um, minimal. No, I've always, I've always part. I mean, every day for probably four years, we went and played football after straight from school. Yeah, but that's just going out yeah, and playing. No, and then you shit, know, you play on a Sunday and for the school team. I think that was more um, perhaps sympathy than you got in the team. Than anything else, yeah. But you See, was your defender. Was, right, and we spoke about this. No, no. Um, but there was a, there was a friend of mine who, who people know who will watch this, and but he was a people very, will know him if they yeah, know him. And he was a very good footballer. He was, but he was a. He was a quietish person. And yeah. this, so like, there were times when, like, you you know yourself, didn't you? I yeah. shouldn't really be here. Yeah. Or, like, you know, he's... But, but it was... I think it was uh, sometimes burst on personality. Or yeah, like, yeah. How you was with other people. So it was yeah. not necessarily who was the best. It, it, do you know what I mean? It was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you, what you're saying. You, you sort of... Your, your demeanour or your personality kind of sometimes put you in front of other people when... You know, I'll admit that... You know, I was never great. I, I still always thought I was all right. Yeah. You know, and I'd help, I could score and all that sort of stuff. But, but fitness-wise, yeah, that's why this boxing thing that we're uh, yeah. fighting for charity, the fitness element element is the I think the main one. Yeah, but when when we done the pads the other day, you were like, when you actually concentrated and you got your head, you know, your your head was straight and you were yeah. hitting the pads like they would sort of sting a little bit. They're not going to knock anyone out. That's him saying that, aren't they? Yeah, but I'm just saying. No, no, yeah. no, no they're, yeah. They're not going to cause any damage, but it'll let me know you're like there. It's like cold on your face in the morning yeah. when you. Whew, um, it it will make it feel like I'm not shadow boxing. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. No, but yeah, with that, like it's when I do concentrate and you know put my mind to something. Yeah. It, it can go well. 
Yeah. I'm very ADD about the whole... Do you know what I mean? I'm like, one minute I'm doing this, or one minute I'll be like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do this, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to train, I'm going to hit the pads, and then the next minute I'm like, oh, snooker's on the telly, or, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? So I'm very sporadic in, in yeah. my, fo- my train of thought, which yeah. I need to get that on track, especially for this, because by the way, just so everybody knows, I am uh, confident, very confident um, about that. No, but I, I'm aware of what I sort of... Let yourself in yeah. for. And I, I think I knew it when I'd done it, but I'm one of them guys. But that, after doing the pad when, work. What do you call it? Your mouth writes checks, your ass can't catch. Your, your body can't. can't yeah. yeah. So I've, no, I've, you know. I've you just like chatting shit, don't you? Yeah. So like, you, you want to try and. I could say to you, yeah. oh, did you see that bloke who'd done that extreme marathon, like 100 miles in 11 hours? And you'd be like, I could fucking smash it. No, I couldn't. I'd do it. Yeah, but that's the sort of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the sort of bullshit you come out with. And it's like. No, when I don't, yeah, but I don't. I don't want to say I don't mean it, because I do. I mean it. I just know I'm living in cloud cuckoo land, so... Yeah. But, um, yeah, going back to the sport thing, I... Like, you was quite sporty, weren't you? Rugby, yeah. You know, you've been quite high level. My, my dad was a brilliant boxer. Uh, my brother was a really good boxer. Oh, this is all coming out now after the fact. He comes from a yeah. line of boxing. <laughs> yeah. So my brother was really Mike good. Mike Tyson was your uncle, right? Yeah, Uncle Mike. Um, yeah, me and him used to look after the pigeons. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Uh, so my... Like my, my dad set up um, a punch bag in that in the garage for my brother because he was he was a really good level. Yeah. Um, he used to spar with the Bristol pros. There was a group of Bristol pros in the nineties. Um, Glenn Catley was one of them. He became world champion. Got fucking cheated out of his belt. Yeah. There's a picture he fought. I think it was in Germany against an African guy. And when they took, you know, when they used to take the gloves off at the end of the fight, literally the fucking across the knuckles was dead square. Like there was some fucking metal in there, and you have seen the welts on his head, and it was like. Well, no one checked it. No, and it's like, what is? Is this not right? It's like, what the fuck? And is because his head. That guy's got house brick tacked up. Yeah, because like you take punches to the head, and you'll get grazes, and you might get lumps and all that. It was literally fucking welts, like he'd been hit with a lead yeah. pipe, sort of shit. But it, it's, it's anyway. It's those boxers. There was a guy called Ross Hell who was a really good British boxer. So it's all those sort of guys my brother used to mix with and spar with, and then like you know I'd go in the garage training with him and he'd beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean that sort of stuff. Um, so I started doing a bit of boxing, a bit of training. Um, I was never really a boxer, no way, and um, that wasn't really for me. But my thing was rugby. So I played football as a youth, and it was like you're constantly getting sent off or yellow carded because I'm just like. Because I was playing rugby at the same time, yeah. I'm so running flat out into yeah. people, yeah. and the ref's like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "But it's not my fault." It's falling on the floor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, was, I always remember this, and this is um about the team I ended up playing for, right? So, I started off with a club called Whitehall as a kid. And there were some lads from my school went there, and then I moved schools halfway through senior school. So, in we're going to the year three which was year nine now yeah. what they call year nine moved area moved to a different school the lads we they had good rugby team at the school and um a few of the lads played for bristol youth so i went training with them ended up playing for bristol youth up until um under 21 level i think it was um and then moved to a club because Throughout my youth years, there was a there was a club nearby, um, where we played for Bristol, 
called Dings Crusaders. And it was on this council estate. And it was right at the end of this one road. And it was the sort of place where the car park, before it all got done up, the car park was all like pitted and shit. And there would be burnt out cars. You'd have to roll off the pitch and all that sort of shit, right? A real fucking so grim a nice place. Then, a nice, well, like, it was a, it was a grim place. Yeah, so early, like late eighties, early nineties. So I started playing when I was about ten. So late eighties into the early nineties, it was like when you were driving up there, like literally, they were one of the best teams around yeah. at the youth level because you shit yourself going there. No kid wanted to go and play at things. Yeah. It was fucking horrible, right? So anyway, my brother started playing rugby when I was about nineteen. My brother decided to take up playing rugby. And he was, he's about 23, 24. Never played rugby before. Had never shown interest. Um, but he knew where he lived. And he was getting married, I think. A few of the lads right now played for this things in the adult level. Yeah. So my brother was like, like, oh, I'm going to start playing for things. And I'm like, that's what I need to fucking do. Because I don't ever want to play against them. Yeah. I, I never, ever in my... Like, so I was thinking, what do I do next? Where do I play next? And I always thought to myself, wherever I play... I don't want to fucking play dings because they had this thing, right? All rugby clubs used to say, the captain used to say, because this is back when you'd have punch-ups on the pitch, proper punch-ups. This is before it went professional, all that sort of shit, right? I think it, no, actually it was just on the cusp of it going professional. So players started getting paid. Um, 97, 98, that sort of time, right? So, um, my brother was like, well, yeah, come along to dings. I was like, fucking sane, I'm coming along, right? Well, I knew a few of the lads because been kicking the shit kick out of shit yeah. for like for about eight years, yeah. Um, and my brother was like mates with them, so like you know, I, I got to know him pretty well, pretty quickly. Now, all rugby clubs, like I said, the captain used to do the same thing: one in, all in. Yeah. They mean like if if there's a fight kicking off, everyone's in, right? Yeah. Now, the majority of games I'd played prior to that, you'd have four or five join in. Or it might just be the pack. You come up out of a scrum. The two hookers and a prop start fighting. The, yeah, the whole pack. The, the fucking out. backs are stood there doing their nails. Yeah. Fucking poncing around the back, right? Not wanting to get involved. They'll be they'll be the wingers, the opposite wingers. They'll just be chatting to each other. Yeah. Whilst we're taking lumps out of each other, right? So I went to Dings. And I always remember, went down to... Um, it was my first away trip, right? We went down to a place called Swanage. I was playing for the second team. It was a first and second team were going down. There. It was a coach trip. Yeah. My first coach trip, which meant you had to do some horrible shit, right? It was like fucking initiation time. Yeah, I can imagine that was pretty grim. Yeah, it was fucking grim. It, let's just say you're pointing a piss, right? Anyway, <laughs> enough said. Minimum. <laughs> right. So anyway, it goes down there. And um, I always remember there was this one lad, uh, Danny Burns, who was good rugby player, nice bloke get on the pitch fucking lunatic right so i can't think of our captain was at the time but it was the usual shit right one in all in right so i'm playing in the front row gone down into a scrum their opposition prop fucking underarm right just come up bang just crack me straight in the face right flat out in the face so that was it it's game on then right so you stand up at the scrum you just start going at it right but four of their guys are like over the top throwing punches. Next thing, right, this Danny Burns fucking he's just gone at it, right? Yeah. And it was one of them it's like, yeah, he's gonna get fucking sent off here. All of a sudden, right, 
the one in all in thing they all fucking just went like the back the, you got the fullback who's like 35 yards away he's fucking sprinting down the pitch fucking wading in and you're just the like coming yeah over, the, the, the subs the subs were coming on the coach was coming on you're like what the fuck yeah. i'm thinking and it, this was like the usual sort of shit in a, in yeah, a scrum no, if you've got your opposite prop and you're twisting him and you're fucking making him feel stupid yeah. he'll just give you a dig and then but it was a fuck and i just thought this is what one in all it means yeah. and it was fucking brilliant we both got yellow carded me and this danny the game went on we ended up winning the game but it was like proper like it was the first time i'd ever experienced the one in all in and i'll tell you what they were such a bunch of de- degenerates the whole fucking team but i'll tell you what it's, it's one of the it's one of those group of people and i mean i mean still in touch with a lot of them now the fucking salt of the earth yeah. you know what i mean you know the sort yeah, of good people nice good people, people really good back, yeah and that really club well. that club through like and this was lads that were local off the council yeah. estate that team went from like playing sort of southwest leagues yeah. got to national league too like my my best season with the club i was in and out of the first team on the bench you know i had yeah. a couple of starts nothing like but the sort of national league level and they still like when i was playing then it was still that sort of behavior now they've moved to a different yeah, ground yeah. it's a professional setup fucking amazing I mean, stuff that, they've done though with, with every sort of yeah all that stuff now that one in all whilst rugby players and stuff might have the mentality and they're like as in brothers will will do this yeah in terms of coming up from the hires it won't be like one in all in it'll be like stop being you know because of just yeah, the way yeah. it is now it's you can't well, it's professional it's, now you yeah like lower even, leagues, even like kids playing football and stuff. You know, like I, I was telling you the other week, right? So I think it's under nines or under tens football. And he went in for a tackle on, on this kid. This is my nephew. He went in for a tackle. He fouled him. Yeah. It was a foul. The ref blew. The two managers never shut up about it on the opposition team. Yeah. He's a dirty blah. And I kept thinking, he's no, he's a nine-year-old. Yeah. Who's gone in for a slide tackle? <laughs> yeah. Fouled the opposition player. It's give a free kick. Let's all move on with our lives and carry on watching yeah, the game. Yeah. They went on about it for the whole game. Yeah. You know, a lot of it is because he was probably he, he's one of the better players and he's yeah. perhaps the biggest goal threat. So there was like, he's done this, he's trying to hurt. Yeah. And he wasn't. He was just a kid. And it's now yeah. like any time a parents are the same. Any time their kid gets tackled now, yeah, some kids cry. Some kids are criers, full stuff. Oh fucking. You know, yeah. they go down, they cry. It's like, all right, your mum has taught you that we'll teach you to not do it like stuff. yeah yeah you know so it's one of them but then that's all they talk about it's like you can't you can't have a proper contact yeah. sport or yeah. you know i was t- speaking to my uh my sister the, the younger one just started playing rugby and they do tag rugby yeah and yeah. it's um like sharks and surfers so this one side like they lay on the floor they're down right then the other team come and they've obviously got to try and get past right yeah but yeah they don't okay. necessarily play positions it's just about getting yeah, yeah. used to so they said like there was there was all on the floor that they'd have to swap to the sharks team if they'd been tagged. There right. was two left, yep. and Jude, my nephew, he just sort of went up and was like, right, "He's got one," and he he tackled this kid, got the thing off him, but he fell over the kid and started crying. And he's like, "I've got the tag, I've got the tag," and this kid's on the floor crying. And then everyone's like, "Oh," yeah. and it's like you know, yeah. I, I I get that you, you worry about your children, and especially nowadays, it's like oh you know they've got to wrap them up and cut a wall. But it's grass. He won't do it yeah. on concrete. No, it's a level. With, if you want your child to go and play sport, you're teaching him all of this stuff, getting down, getting back up, yeah. getting hurt, moving through it. 
you're not teaching them to that. Oh, no, he can't touch you. He can't. Yeah. Oh, always bumped into you and you fell over. Like, it's like, well, the, the, the problem play. is, though, is because when I started playing rugby, like I said, when I, I was really young, it was full contact from day one. Yeah. And, and you know, when you hear about um, these head injuries that boxers get, and. I mean, you know, about footballers, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. The amount of head yeah. in football, there's loads of. You know. If you, if you look at it with rugby, you know, I, I've met some people that have taken some head injuries and they, you know, they sound a bit slurry or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so I do I do agree that, like, youngsters, this tag rugby's good. It's getting them used to yeah. running with the ball, looking at angles. It's, it's teaching them the basics without yeah. getting hit. But because the other thing, though, is like a six-year-old tackling a six-year-old. I mean, obviously varying sizes. But they ain't going to get that damage from that. No, it's, no, it's but it's, it's the fear. It's the fear, yeah. right? So No, but if you're getting used to getting hit when you're six, when no, you're but, 10, 12, that, that fear's gone. No? Yeah, but no. Do you think? But there is an argument for that. But the way I look at it is we used to have the basics drilled into us, right? So running lines, running off someone's shoulder, just hitting lines all the time, right? If yeah. you teach a kid those basics really quick, they know what's coming. Yeah. Because they're looking at the next age group, oh, we're going to go into full contact. Now, there's going to be some kids that go, I don't want to get it. Yeah. Right? There's other kids that are like, I can't fucking I wait for this to happen. I can't wait to eat. Yeah. Like, right? So, you know, that's. The, so for me, when they then get into that, yeah. they've got the basics. Because when we used to play games, you know, when you see footballers, like young kids, and there's just a big group of kids running around after the ball. And all of them, none of them are in position. No, no positions, they're no. just chasing the and ball. And that's what it's like with contact rugby. Because as you smash into them, everyone's just like, boom, and it's a fucking yeah. giant maul. And you're like, what the fuck? I suppose you are teaching them. Yeah, so you're teaching them about offloading. So when they start going into tackles, their instinct is offload the ball, offload the ball. And I suppose the, that other, the other thing with that as well, which I'd say is probably a good thing, is getting them to learn to you know, perhaps throw the ball yeah. better. That kind of, because they're not worried about getting Get smashed, hit. yeah. So they know, worst case scenario, yeah. he's going to pull my tag off. So they yeah. can still get the technique right and exactly. then that obviously then, you know, implements the game yeah. and they can start playing better. But the, you mentioned about coaches. The the frustrating thing for me, um, because all my boys have played football, right? Um, only one of them plays rugby now. But they've all played football and... It was always the same thing, right? There's a lot of brilliant grassroots level football coaches, right? That dedicate their time and whatever. But there's a very small element that were the I had trials, I could have been oh, something, yeah, that yeah. sort of shit, right? I was the that, next, yeah. that talk to the fucking kids like shit and you're like, mate, because you failed in life, don't fucking take it out on them. Yeah. I fucking hate them sort of coaches. Yeah. The difference between that and rugby is you'll have a, a rugby coach that played local level rugby. Yeah, like or yeah. No, even local like level, just like just just normal Sunday sort of yes, of, yeah. just the the bottom standard rugby. He knows about he knows the principles of rugby. He knows about respecting people, do, getting smashed, getting battered week in week out. Yeah. They know, and it doesn't matter whether you're an England international or you're just local rugby club guy playing in the same position as say Johnny Wilkinson or, um, you know. Some of the some of the England greats that have played Lawrence Delaney, Martin, Martin Johnson, Johnson, yeah. Oh, Martin Johnson. Can I just say something about Martin yeah. Johnson? Yeah. I was. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember who the, uh, the interview was with now. But That's either, a brilliant it, story. No, 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 but it was about Max Brock. But it, it was basically on about the, just the way he was or the way he. Oh, it was James Haskell being interviewed on his on oh, Joe, yeah, the Joe podcast. Oh, with uh, Tyndall. Tyndall, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. God, and just on about him, like being a six foot seven. 
Just a, do you know, look, when you think, like, when you say six foot seven, it might, yeah. maybe I'm just weird, right? But when you say somebody's six foot or they're six foot two, six foot three, yeah. you're like, okay. And then when somebody says six foot seven, in my head, I think, you know, it's not much, not, not much bigger. But when you see, see somebody yeah. that is like six foot seven yeah. in front of you, yeah. the height and the, just the width, the stature of them, yeah. you're like, ooh. It's fucking yeah, scary. Because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not panicking by any shit. I'm worried about this thing I've agreed to do with you because I'm probably. At, but then you think of like, I mean, you're what are you six one? Six one, yeah. So you're about six one. I'm like five ten. Yeah. Imagine like Martin Johnson stood in front. Yeah. Like, I'd say, you, you don't. Do you know what? It's really weird because me size. being at six one when I was playing rugby, right? So I was playing in the front row. So I was six one, seventeen stone at my fittest, right? Yeah. Playing the front row you need to be that sort of way, and that's pretty light nowadays for a prop, 17 stone, yeah. right? Because they're going 18, 19 stone, yeah, some of them. Yeah, but a lot of them are just... They're, they're no, they're... Strength, but well, they're look at like... somebody like Joe Marler, right? Joe yeah. Marler is a fucking beast, yeah. right? He's probably 18, 18 and a half stone, right? Six foot, six foot one. Yeah. The guy's a fucking powerhouse, yeah. right? And I'd say best prop in the world. Well, arguably one of the best in the world, right? Yeah. Um, When you then say, well... There's a second row six inches taller than me, for instance. When you look at six inches, that's that, right? Which, for those li- listening... Gen- I think he's being generous with the old six inches there. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, we're talking... Yeah, that's yeah. about six inches. <laughs> yeah. So, when you look at it like that, you think, well, that's fuck all. Yeah, yeah. When you see it in a person, yeah. you're just like, fuck. Because you look at it, right? So, yeah. the top of the head's there. You think six inches above that. And you're looking at it as like an invisible marker kind yeah. of where it would be. When there's flesh and bone and skull <laughs> and shoulders that yeah. you're like, whoa, because that's just not his head six inches tall. His shoulders are yeah. six inches higher than yours, and it just is everything well, about. When I was at Bristol, oh. when I was playing for Bristol Youth, the Bristol team at the time had some international players that were world class. Went on to be in the World Cup winning squads, right? Yeah. So you had um, like Mark Regan was hooker, fucking fantastic player. Yeah. Kieran Bracken, he, I think oh, he yeah, done yeah, the done the dancing on ice shit, didn't he? That's where I know him. Yeah, yeah. right. So he he played for Bristol and he moved on because there was a um, Bristol went bust and they? yeah they ended up um, having to reinvent too much themselves. Like the, uh, Clifton suspension bridge or <laughs> yeah something like that. But there was a guy there called Simon Shaw, yeah. right? Who I think is possibly the most underrated second row to ever play. Now he played in an era where Martin Johnson was captain of England, yeah. right? There was um, Ben Kay, Danny Grewcock. Martin Bayfield coming through. Yeah, Martin so Bayfield's a guy who's on Crime Watch now who yeah, played yeah. Hagrid and shit. Um, the stunt double, for, not stunt double, but yeah, yeah, the, the body, body double, double, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was sort of in and out of that team. I think he ended up with about 50 caps, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and he played in a World Cup final, the, the one the we lost. Him, yeah. yeah, but he was like, when you talk about big human beings, <laughs> right, it was like you see basketball players, right, and they've got this sort of slim physique because they've got to move a brain real quick. When you see a second row yeah. that is just pure fucking meat, you just look at me and think, what the fuck? Yeah. And this guy was, I think Simon Shaw, somewhere between 6'8 and 6'10, right? And he's going at like 20 stone, right? Fucking pure animal. And he was good. If, really if, good. Do you think he'd be watching? Because if he's watching, I'd rather box you. miracle, I don't mean No, that. You, no. you wouldn't want to. No, no. He... 6'10. No, don't, yeah, because yeah, he wouldn't be able to reach you. He'd just be swinging arms. That's what I mean. It'd be yeah. easy for me, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd be like a mouse running around. Um, 
but yeah, you see, you see people that sort of big, yeah. and it's just it's intimidating. Yeah. And that's that, and that was the thing about rugby. They say about it being inclusive. Yeah. Um, the professional era is taking that out slightly, but you take the the yeah. best open side, one of the best open sides ever, because the best is Richie McCall for New Zealand, greatest ever. Right. Possibly, arguably, the second best open side flank ever. Neil Back, right. five foot eleven. Uh, probably fourteen and a half stone, and that's playing. The, and that wasn't big enough to play in the pack no, rugby, yeah, but he won a World Cup. I mean, that's the other. You just said then you said about being inclusive, right? So, just if you was five seven and you loved, you know, you from it, and your dad was a rugby oh. player, you loved it. Realistically, for me, there's no, there's no real way that you're. You're ever going to make it at the top, top level. And I'm not saying they can't. It's very, well, very unlikely. You say that. For a 5 7. Possibly the smallest. The sm- one of the smallest rugby players ever has just won the World Cup with South Africa. The the, the scrum half. He's a fucking. And scrum halves are horrible little pricks. And even if you're watching, you're a scrum half. You know you're a horrible little prick. That's his opinion. No. I'm that like is. <laughs> that's, I like it. No. My favourite position ever. No. Scrum half. Right. Scrum halves know it, right? <laughs> they know, they're horrible fuckers. I'm on their side. Be on there because you would be a brilliant scrum half because you're an horrible, obnoxious twat, yeah. right? We'll see when Scr- you come at me prop. Do you know what scrum halves, right? They've got this complex because they're always small and nippy around the fringes and all that shit, right? Yeah. They've got eight people looking after them, eight big fucking units of pure muscle and meat looking after them. So they're like, I don't give a fuck. I'd yeah. be like, boys, protect me. Yeah, and that's what they are. That's why they are like they are. I don't know what, I don't know you over there because they start fights. I don't know they start Martin Johnson there. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what they do. They start on people. They they wind people up. Yeah. They're they like, know it's not going to come back on them. Yeah, because they yeah. they're not the ones who end up at the bottom of the ruck yeah. with fucking twenty stone yeah, metal so, studs yeah, stamping, stamping on them. On them. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a BMX as a kid? Yeah, I did, and I got mugged for it. That was fun. Just open some childhood memories <laughs> up there. Here we go. Right. So, how did, how did you get mugged for your BMX? So, me and a mate of mine. Um, we used to ride to and from school. This is my first year of secondary school. Yeah. And Can I just say a sec? That might have looked a bit like scripted or something, but I just want to say that I had no idea we got <laughs> for, for a no. bike, but I'm so happy that you did. So again, carry on. You're happy that I did. Yeah. Thanks. I took your Bananarama cassette, right? I took your BMX. No. Well, right, so there was where I used to live, behind, um, behind my house, probably about a quarter of a mile away, um, across a field, there was a secondary school. Now, I didn't go to that secondary school. I went to one that was about two and a half miles away because it was a yeah, cat. Because it was a Catholic school. Fuck, like you so know what I mean. Decision was that? Do you want to do you want to mention that one? That one? Well, no. The, the it was a feeder. Like, my primary school was a feeder school for that. Oh, so they it was they, like they got the paedophiles. They yeah groomed stuff. So ready, yeah, the paedophile ring then went yeah. on to that school. No, so you got to be a certain level before you can actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to. You got to be. You got to be able to know how to suck a cup. And, and not take lube anymore. Yeah, you can't just go right. there unprepared. Yeah. yeah. So my brother went there as well. You know, probably explained some of his oh, so problems. Imagine he taught you how to suck a cup there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, brothers. Was that down at Dings? Yeah. Incest yeah. is a game for all the family. Right. So anyway, um, we're riding home this one day, yeah. and I just had a bog standard BMX. Right. They were bought from a local shop um, back in the day. It's probably like sixty quid. I just realised now that I actually meant chopper. Because you oh, wanted so. to make out I was older. No, it was the 70s when yeah. it I thought. Yeah, it was... but I, what, what, I was going to be boring onto a chopper, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, 
being born onto a chopper that goes back to the Catholic Church. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, so yeah, so me and yeah, so but he had a mongoose, which were yeah, proper stunt bikes, yeah, yeah. like three, four hundred quid at the time. And I always remember his his was fucking beautiful because he was into like skateboarding, BMX, and he was like good at it. And um, yeah, we're, we're riding home one day, and this field we used to ride across. It's quite a big field, and then the, the, our road was on a hill, and we were probably I think we were ten houses from the bottom of this hill. And um, oh, I keep banging it. Um, the <laughs> suddenly there was a group of lads down the bottom of the end of the field. Yep. So me and my mate are like, "Fuck!" And they had the uniform on from the other place, the other school. So it's like, right, let's go around the top end of the field. Of course, these lads start cutting across, and we're like, "Fuck!" So <laughs> there's nowhere to go, right? It's just nowhere to go. The grass was overgrown on this field, so it's like we couldn't just fucking ride away. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, ah, ah. So anyway, so they're like, yo, yo, stop, stop, stop. So we're like, fuck. So we stopped. And uh, it was just like, there's probably eight, nine of them. So it's like, want your bikes? It's like, get the fuck. We didn't have my bike. And you're like, we're year seven. These are like year 11s. So next thing, knives come out. Give us your fucking bikes. Oh. was this? This was this would have been ninety ninety one. Life prime was a problem then as well as now. Yeah, because it seems like life prime has only been a problem for the last two years. It's always been a fucking problem. Not as bad as it is now, but it's always been a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um. But back then there wasn't no sort of fighting. But he was like, yeah, take the. So it's like I was. Can <laughs> yeah, I? I'm not gonna get stabbed. There's, there's dirt on it. Let me just get that fucking yeah. dirt off the bike. Let for me you. just buffer this for you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So anyway, the the. the pricks to the bikes um so we ran up to my house well my, we could see my dad's car there and he was a copper like so um my old man rang it in and then we went looking for the bikes like but um it ended up back in that school and a mate of mine that went to that school on a lunch break came running around to the house yeah. um i don't know why i was at home that day from school I was sick yeah no this is like three weeks later oh, like, oh, so the bike was fucked so anyway, my dad, me and my dad drove around to the school and uh, there's this lad, like, and it wasn't the same lad, it was just this different lad and he's yeah. fucking trying to do tricks on his bike and he's fucked. So my dad just walked up and he's like, boom, fucking give me the bike. Like this. Went to the school office and was like, oh, somebody nicked this bike. And they made out that the kid had died. What, the did, kid who stole it? Yeah. Serves him fucking right, doesn't But he, he didn't. He, he hadn't. Uh, it, was, um, it was a passport thing oh, i was gonna say that, that's big karma for stealing a bmx yeah I, mean, no. I, I, I didn't mean he deserved to die no but it was a it was like a passport um like a scam be, benefits claim type thing oh shit yeah there is i think he was i think he was born three times um yeah and i think he died a couple so it was one of them like his family was yeah so um but yeah so thanks for bringing that up i was like yeah, well, as long as it don't haunt you anymore you don't think about it, do you? No, that, I'd, I'd never have. <laughs> but now you, now you bring it up. Every time you see a BMX, you yeah. just... Oh. Fucking trauma. But, um, what about yeah. cars? What were the um, cars of the day when so you were... When I, when I first... Put yeah, in... what was, forget cars of the day. What was what was the first car you remember your parents having? Uh, and, then, we... and then I'll go, and then you go. Yeah, so we had... The, the first car I remember was a Hillman Hunter. Exactly. You're not the fucking one about. Hillman? Is that a... Hillman Hunter. About him, no, 
no hillman hunter i believe they were a british made car you know it's like a box type car you know the sort of shitty box types cars well uh, mini metro Rover, yeah, Mini Metro. They were a Mini no, Metro. It, yeah, it, so my, the first car I remember, Bertha, for some reason it was called. I remember that. Yeah, because like they had like they had like a Legros. It was the Austin, Austin Legro, Austin Metro. Yeah, so it's Austin used to make them. Yeah. So the, that was the first car. But then my, you know, I love them to bits, and they they always done the best. But they did have a string of bad. Like if I say what cars my mum and dad had right from about ninety to two. Go on. Uh, to, right, so the Metro. Rover, um, well, you're from Birmingham, it's going to be a Rover, Rover isn't it? 214, <laughs> Jesus, a Monte, a Monte- Montego's. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was before the Rover, a Montego something, um, Ford Granada. I like the Granada, that was nice, my dad was yeah, dad, yeah, was nice, um, a Skoda. Uh, and do you know what? I don't know as well. I was saying this is bad. I was at secondary school. Was it a new Skoda or one of the no, old ones? No, Those old shit, 1986 oh. rally. It looked like the rally car. Like the, I think they won the rally with, with one in, in like or come close yeah. like in the, towards the end of that. And it was that car. That was so, a rear engine Skoda, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So for for about a year, when my mum had this car. Like everyone would come and go, what the fuck, what, what's that? Like because they was coming in like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, decent at the yeah. time, not full focuses and shit was out, yeah. and it was like, different kind of shape cars. And I used to go, yeah, but that, that car was like rally car, won a rally that car. And I go, that that actual one that your mum, no, <laughs> the model, the model, but she bought it based on the yeah. performance of the rally car that won the, and, and they, no one bought it. Nobody's having that. That's like you're poor, and I was like, no, 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 it's the car, it's <laughs> yeah. not, the, it's the car. Uh, so there was that, there was a Mondeo, there was a. Uh, Used to call this one the Beast. What? Peugeot four oh five. Yeah. Had a rear spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Bull. Uh, sticker. Nice, classy. Keeping it classy. Yeah. So there was that one. Yeah. So in general, yeah, load of load of shit cars, really. We always Jack, had. Oh, the old Jack. Hold on. The, I've missed the best one off. Right. Which you know everyone is going to be like classic. Jaguar XJ six. Nice. That was nice. nice. Yeah, that one. Jag on the front. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Other than that, though, really, you know, but that was all kind of again. That was older cars than perhaps should have been around yeah. when I was. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like a Montego, the Skoda. They they should have been gone. I should have been driving around yeah. in Ford Focus, but you know. Well, we had um, so the first one that Hillman Hunter. My dad, when he became a copper, he, he didn't know how to drive. Was that in uh, the first season of Dixon of Duck Green? More than likely. Yeah. Right. No, I was going to say, probably. You know I've just said that. No one else watching this will know what Dixon of Duck Green means. They probably would. No, no, they won't. Well, they're People that know what well, Dixon of Duck Green means, they don't watch Anyway, so, um, yeah, we had that Hillman Hunter, but my dad, when he joined the police, so he was, he was, he trained as an engineer, went into the na- Merchant Navy, travelled the world, then came back. I don't know whether he then became an engineer, or the other way around. Anyway, became a copper and it was like you have to learn to drive you're a copper yeah. so he put you through the police test right he fucking bonneted somebody on his test <laughs> obviously he failed uh, but yeah you say bonneted somebody you mean run over somebody and now yeah. you're going on his bonnet <laughs> yeah he bonneted someone so he was he's he was, a police uh, officer I was, on his driving test ran someone over I was having this conversation with him great, a couple of weeks great work yeah. he, he was already a policeman at this point but they were like you have to pass your test oh, right. um, which you know, he ended up being a he like walking the beat. He loved walking the beat. Yeah. Probably they were like fucking let him walk the beat. But um, no, he was um, 
yeah, you, you, you were telling me this story a few weeks ago, actually. He was, he was reminiscing about stuff. And he said he was driving along and there was a zebra crossing. There was a guy walking up and it was one of them where you're like, oh, he, he like walking with purpose, dead straight. Yeah. And then just went, boom, just fucking just. Hard right yeah. And it was like, fucking onto the bonnet. Like, it's like, yeah, what the that, fuck? To be fair. My first, because I passed second time. Why? I think all the best drivers do, for some reason. That's a thing. Definitely no. a thing. Um, no. Yeah, so, uh, you won't know, that, but I won't even mention the pub, there's no, but again, coming up to a, a zebra crossing by yeah. a pub, and it was, um, I think it was 8.20 in the morning, so it was school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there was, uh, so I was by a school, by a pub, by a zebra crossing, and I was, I'd gone over the zebra crossing, and yeah. then this school kid in his school uniform with his tie and his blazer pretty much like it's you know right he was actually exactly like me as a kid so it was hard to kind of but i shouted you fat fuck at the wind right because he ran <laughs> with his bag right late for school trundling along little fat kid that's a bit <laughs> fucking out of order no, no, no. you know when their head's that far down they're leaning and they're yeah tum- right so i went oh you fat fuck i don't think i shouted it at him but i had to slam my brake and and that was enough Re-reach. To the examiner to go, do you know what? And I went, I went, what? And he was like, uh, by the pub. And I went, he went, you, uh, you know, we ran across the road. I said, I stopped. And he said, yeah, but you also called me fat fuck. And like, done that with a steering wheel. He was like, you, <laughs> you can't, that's just, yeah, you, you can't need to do just that. Be, and I was like, you can fail for calling a kid who ran in front of you a fat. Yeah, do you, of course you can. Of course you can. Oh, wow, that's again, PC gone mad. How the fuck is that PC gone mad? I don't understand how that's uh, a direct relation to my driving skills it's it's the rage it's the rage don't run in front of the car what was your first car uh, your first car my first car it was a ford escort uh 1.6 lx nice <laughs> nice lx luxury got it ford ki oh was that the one when Did you ever we see started that? yeah that green cock that like like i used to call it cock boot because somebody scratched a penis into the boot you came down to bristol in that i did yeah yeah Yeah, that was a piece of shit three days in a row that was a piece of shit no it wasn't a piece of shit that was a piece of shit it done 70 or a little it done seven all the way there and back that car never got any part it was so comfy the right you know what i mean it was a ki but but it was i was going past people in merch piece of shit yeah so yeah you know so so i had that then i had uh the echo sport which was, <laughs> what did you call it? An old woman's car. <laughs> it was, a, was that the one litre big yeah, up in the air a, thing? It was a one litre uh, eco boost engine, but do you know what? It did a, look like, you know, and, and obviously each to their own, but you know them disability cars? Yeah, exactly. With a, like a bet, like 160 pound, and they'll give you like a car that looks like it's for somebody with a disability. That's what you had. Oh, yeah. So I had that for a year. Then, uh, yeah, I went, I went to the Vauxhall. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, my first car was a. a oh, go on, what, well, a Porsche? no, the body was a Ford Sierra. Remember Sierras before the Mondeo? Yeah. I say the body because. Um, the, uh, sorry, just quickly, the Sierra, Cos, uh, not Cosworth, but it, it was a Sierra. That was actually the f- the fast. It's still now, actually, the fastest I've ever gone. Yeah. In a car. Yeah. And it was just a sort of Sierra. What a Cosworth? K Ridge. No, it was a K Ridge. Yeah. Just a just a. I think it was a two. The Cosworth used to be the fastest production car built. The, the, the it won something, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, so we're at, at Sierra Party. Yeah, so my my brother's mate was a mechanic. Who I think his name was a guy named Jim, um, and he came with me to look at this car. And I had four hundred quid to buy a car, right? Yeah. So saw one advertising. It was in the local paper at the time. We had a thing called Trade It, so you would advertise. Yeah. So there was no internet. Uh, ninety seven. So internet was yeah, just about. If, you ain't buying anything, shit. Yeah, yeah. there mean, was literally there online were, shopping for cars. There was a magazine with the list of all the yeah. uh, internet addresses on it. Well, that's how, that's how many... Anyway, it was shit. Um, so anyway, me and him went to this thing uh, to look at this car. Turns up, and it was an old... It was a C-Reg. An old C-Reg. That's 80... I don't remember. I think L is the first... 84, like, 85, yeah. I think. So this is so this is 97, 98. 98 it was, yeah. Um, so anyway, looking around. Body looks sound. Wheels look good. Tires are good. Interior dated but clean and all that so this gym's like this is weird for 400 quid starts it up and this gym's like that doesn't sound right opens up the bonnet and all the inside has been burnt right so the inside of the bonnet you can see there's been a fire so this geezer that's selling it and it's in this rough area and like the car the car next door is up on bricks and there's privet edges and all that sort of shit right so this gym yeah so this gym goes that's not the Sierra engine. So this car that's up on bricks next door is an old Cortina, which was the predecessor to the Sierra. Yeah. Predecessor, yeah. So it went, Cor- yeah, Cortina, Sierra, then Mondeo, yeah, yeah. right? The guy was like, yeah, it's the engine out of that, <laughs> right? So he's like, why? You went, oh. Sierra yeah, so this Sierra was meant to be a 1.6 Sierra, yeah. right? Which is quite, a 1.6 for a, new yeah. car it's quite a yeah. for somebody who's just passed a test in a one liter kia yeah, 1.6 in a, in a Sierra yeah is enough right so anyway it was a two liter cortina crusader engine right so of course the paperwork was a 1.6 sierra fucking hell like i've gone from like i said a one liter kia that i passed my test in this yeah, little yeah. kia piece of shit was that around they were like pretty new, oh, that, yeah. and it was like this box. It looked like um, this like big square thing. Like it was shit. Um, it was actually actually a really nice drive, like learned yeah. driving. But then yeah, this Sierra was fucked, yeah. fucked really bad. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, enough reminiscing. You brought up some fucking pretty tri- well, horrific no, no, memories. Good. You just want to get off this because you were thinking about the time you got mugged, didn't you? Yeah. Like, you, wish you, you, could, you wish you could do something about it and stop it, but it, yeah. it, you can't. It's upsetting. It's there, burning <laughs> your memory. You was a bitch. I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry, not a bitch. Sorry. You you was a little pussy and you you let people take your bike off you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'd all like to take that shit back. Nah, it's but... like I'd like to tell that PE teacher to not, you know, not call me fat, I'd say. But you were, so. Yeah. No, you were it was right. That's, see, that's the other thing as well right, about this whole PC. I don't want to go into this because you know this is another. But that whole like, with him calling me fat, for example. Yeah. I was. Yeah, but you've had trauma since. No, I haven't. Right. This drug abuse, thing. drink abuse. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> drug abuse. Yeah. No, uh, abuse. Yeah. No, but but I think that's the thing now, right? So if he called me fat, then uh, the teacher. He yeah. went, "You're fat than the rest." He didn't say anything that wasn't true. Or was fat. Yeah, out. but no. There's a thing, I've, I've got a massive thing right about I don't agree with teachers hitting kids, smacking kids and all that sort of stuff, right? Right. But but I think there is a a thing where it's like you've got to start, like, oh, I was fatter, 
My mum and dad, well, right, my dad, he told me. <laughs> he said you was better. But my mum was like, no, no, no. And then you have somebody, like an outside influence, a sport or, a, you know, a whatever, a mentor or a company. Yeah, or but somebody, you, you know, they, they can... But you don't know how that person's going to take it. Because that might be, that might be. Because everybody... Yeah, so that might be the one that then you walk into school the next day with a fucking trench coat on and shoot people, right? No, I'm just saying, some people, that might drive them to become the next fucking greatest athlete. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, but I think with that... You've got to be very careful. There's there's, ways of doing it. Yeah, but I think with that, right, so... Instead of going, fuck, fuck, go... Yeah, him going... You're fatter than the rest. Go, right? He yeah. doesn't know, obviously, what's going on at home. So there, there could be something, for example, that's going on at home that I already feel like shit about, and then he's done that, right? So I do that, and I kill myself. Exactly. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But, and there's also that part where you're not going to be competitive, you're not going to be at your best. If people yeah. are constantly going, no, you're not fat. Oh, yeah, there's a different... You're yeah, you got to say, like, you know, oh, you, there's a way of doing it. You need to get fitter, you need to lose a bit of weight. You know, yeah. see, lose a bit of weight, for me, there's nothing wrong with saying that. But now it's like, what are you saying? I'm, I'm overweight. Yeah. Yes, you are overweight. Yeah, you go, you're going, going a down a different of, path. I don't want to talk lose, about it. You don't want to talk about losing weight? No, I'm trying. No, you, don't, you don't want to talk about it? Really? <laughs> that, that must be a big thing for you. You don't want to talk about losing weight. Too. I've, I've lost... What you got? All of that about muggings and stuff. You mentioned weight and he's like, oh, I'm I'm doing all right. No, to be I fair, the, the training, how's your training going for the uh, um, for the charity fight that we are? The thing is, the problem is, it's finding yeah. motivation at the minute because I don't think you need to, fighting it? you is no motivation. Just, here's the thing, right? Actually, live on the podcast while we're here. How about I do eleven? Are we going to do so it was twelve weeks from last week, or, or are we going to something like that? Yeah. We'll, we'll sort the data. I'll do twelve weeks of training. You don't train. 12 right. weeks. Okay. Don't train. Okay. And when I say don't train, I don't mean don't do any extra training. I mean don't train, but don't go to the gym like you have been. So me trying to improve my health as well, yeah. that, yeah, that's got to stop. Just put that on hold for right. three months. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. While I get my fitness up. Right. So, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, the 47% that said I was going to win this fight. That's amazing. Me, that was, that was a, you know, and I appreciate that. You know, the love and support I get. It's, it's Hang on a minute. You know full well it's a couple of people close to me that want to see me if, get if her. There's, if there's people that are close to you that are wanting me to win, that's not my problem. No, it's not. That's a good point. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, so thanks for watching, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate, like I've, I've said it before on my Instagram, uh, we appreciate your support. Um, share, like, uh, follow. Like I said, Spotify is Borstag's podcast. Yeah, can you let um, us know as well, by the way, just the audio and stuff how it's going yeah a feedback. bit of feedback yeah it'd be great um, the, the feedback we've had so far has yeah. been you know it's been it's been great hasn't it it's been it has hard. been and the, i yeah. mentioned it i think i mentioned it on today's instagram story um no it's probably been a couple of days ago the even the negative feedback it helps us grow it helps us develop you know having these microphones in front of us is because um somebody i know got in touch and said fucking get some audio yeah. like I'm, I'm driving around i need to listen to something that's great that's yeah. you know that's the sort of shit we need um so we appreciate your support um yeah so thanks keep it up yeah thanks Matt. and um next podcast we're doing is the christmas podcast Are ah we doing a christmas? yeah we're doing a fucking christmas podcast i'm mr christmas by the way he, he's very it's weird actually how much he loves christmas yeah, yeah. so uh see you for that one yeah cheers mate right, cheers, cheers.